the testimony of Orlando Martinez, a member of the Love Crucified community, given on October 27, 2022, translated by Maria Hicken. I'd like to begin tonight giving an introduction for the testimony of Orlando from our community, a missionary of the cross. Yesterday's readings of the Mass, I thought were very significant, like all the readings of the Mass, but I thought they specifically spoke powerfully to us and to what Orlando is going to to reveal, to show what it means to live the simple path. Luke chapter 13. In verse 22, the Lord begins by saying, He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, strive to enter by the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Now, in the next few verses, I'm not going to read them all. The Lord goes on to tell them that there is a householder that is going to shut the door. And many people are going to be outside the house saying, Lord, Lord, I ate with you. I drank with you. Open the door. And the Lord says, I do not know them. And then in verse 28, he says, there you will weep and grind your teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And all the prophets in the kingdom of God. And you yourselves thrust out. My community. The Lord is letting us know. That few. Enter. The narrow path. On December 8th. 2021. On the Feast of Our Blessed Mother, that was the day we renewed consecration to Mary and for the first time to the Holy Spirit together through the writings of Maximilian Colby. And one sentence of the message Our Lady gave us that day explains clearly what the narrow path is. Our Blessed Mother said to the community of love crucified. Because you have given me your fiats. To walk with me the narrow path of the cross. Into your hearts. To die of self. And rise through Christ crucified. Your hearts have become ready. To receive the gift of my immaculate conception. 
in our humanity, because of original sin, the misery of our human condition is that we all live in our self-will. And we have to go through a process, each of us, of purification to die to self so that we can live in God's will. Yet we have learned through the simple path to union with God that all of us serve men and God, but we also are attached to what people think of us, to pleasing others, to wanting people to accept us and affirm us. And without consciously being totally aware, we serve men rather than God. So a true mother and missionary of the cross does not just get enlightenment from the path, but they are men and women that have the courage to live the path. And tonight I have the honor of introducing Orlando. And his testimony is going to show a missionary of the cross and what it feels and looks like to die to self. Thank you, Orlando. Good night. Today has been an unusual day because we don't have electricity at home. And we are with our mobiles. We are with candles. And so the Lord wanted it this way. You remember that the last weekend, the gospel was talking about the Pharisee and the publican that were talking at the temple. In many occasions, here you have a Pharisee that the Lord has been showing him and has been transforming and giving him self-knowledge through the sacraments. That how is the confession and the Eucharist? A few months ago, reading the diary of, of St. Faustina, I was reading slowly in prayer and I was internalizing it in my heart. And this is, as I was doing this, the Lord started showing me things of my life and he started showing me sins that I hadn't have not confessed and the Lord wanted me to take them to confession. And he starts showing me my pride. He was showing me that I have taken other people into sin and that I haven't confessed that either. So I had a desire, a longing to go to confession. So next day with Marcela, we go usually in the morning to the Eucharist. And I asked the Lord to give me the grace to be able to go to confession. At that day, there was a priest that was confessing. 
I went to confession then, and he had the stole with the divine mercy in one side and St. Faustina in the other. The revelation that I got was reading the diary of the St. Faustina, and I'm sure that it was the, the Lord in his mercy calling me to confession. It was a beautiful conf confession that day. I was very happy. Later, a few days ago, it was a Sunday, we went again to the Eucharist. I went with Marcela. And in the beginning of the Eucharist, they asked that the people that wanted, there were several priests that were confessing. They said, well, I recently had confession, so I, I don't need to go to confession again. Then, on the diagonal side, I judged her for something she did. And I felt in my heart that the Lord was like scolding me and telling me, you are even more disobedient that I went, I, I asked you to go to confession and you didn't do it. Go and go to confession because you have been judging. I went to confession, I started doing the examination of conscience, and as I was doing the examination of con conscience that Father Jordi has in the page, in our webpage, and, and I start seeing other things that, other sins that I haven't confessed, and I had another long confession where my wife had to wait for a long time after the Eucharist because I was still talking to the priest, and the Lord gave me the grace to have an excellent priest and confessor that day. More days went, went and many weeks, and the Lord, at a certain point, put in my heart that, that I hadn't obeyed something that he, I had been asked during accompaniment. And I had forgotten it because I didn't want to do it or being lazy or just being ashamed. I didn't want it to do it in the moment that Hector asked me in accompaniment to do it. And it was a year that has gone by when the Lord brought it to, to my mind, brought it back to my mind and heart that I had not done it. The first thing that I did was to go to confession for that as well. And what I haven't done was to ask forgiveness to my wife for my lack of love. And me, myself, out of pride and arrogance, I had not done it. And the enemy takes, takes advantage and puts a cover in my eyes so that I will forget it and to forget that I hadn't done it. So I went to confession again. I came back from the Eucharist that day. In our home, we have a little altar. And I took my wife by the hand and I went in front of the altar. And I did exactly as Hector has asked me to do in accompaniment. I went on my knees 
and I asked forgiveness and I did it. And Marcela also asked me to forgive her for things that I have ignored and it was an incredible moment of grace that we had as, as a couple. And we thanked the Lord and we embraced each other and cried together and I knew the Lord the Lord showed us his grace and benevolence towards me and, and showing as well the arrogance that I continue keeping in my heart in many occasions but the, that the Lord is bringing to the light. The, and again, the diary of St. Faustina, the ones of you that have read it, in many parts speaks about that the Lord is telling her, do not be afraid, I am with you. In many occasions, in many parts of it, it says it. And at a certain point in, in a Eucharist, the priest at the end made us repeat in, in the church, all the ones that were attending that mass, three times those words. Do not be afraid, I am with you. And later, I realized what he was telling me. I had a difficulty at work. And I was very concerned. I was like with great anguish. And I was like that for like 30 minutes. I give one step back. I close my eyes. And I put that situation at the food of the Lord. And the Lord reminded me of those words and he's sh showing me that there was an opportunity that he was giving me to live that moment with the Lord, that anguish that I was like having. And in maybe only five minutes, this has been transformed. The, the problem will continue, but like, but in my heart, the way of seeing things was very different. A Friday, I went to take my, my wife to a retreat to leave her there. She was going to go in a retreat that weekend. And when I was returning home, I thought that I was going by a hamburger place that they make amazing hamburgers. I said, I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to go by since I, it's on my way and I am going to eat that great hamburger that I wanted to eat that day. I was driving and the Lord put in my heart, just offer this to me. And I was saying, you're asking me not to eat the hamburger today? That's what you want? That I offer you this? And I was feeling in my heart that I needed to do that. So I changed the path not to go by and, and avoid the temptation. I offer this to the Lord. When I arrived at home, I felt in my heart that I hadn't done enough of what God wanted me to do. It says, donate that money that you're going to use in that hamburger to a person that I'm going to put in your heart. I was going under a bridge and there was a Venezuelan family. Oh, I have thought many times, many of those people 
the money that they receive, they don't use it well, or or simply they take advantage of, uh, to beg in order not to work. And when the Lord put in my heart to give them that money to that family that was there, I was refuting the Lord. And they say, why, why to them? There are people that need a lot more than them. And the Lord put in my heart, don't judge them. Only obey. That I will take care of the rest. And so immediately I took took out the money and gave it to this family. I got to my house and the first thing that I did was to do the the Divine Mercy Chaplet to, to in Thanksgiving. It's better to say that the Lord put me to meditate a lot uh, about His crown of thorns and all that He lived in the Passion, in His Passion. They did an image of Him that is with, with a mantle and you can see the marks in His forehead of the of the thorns. That image really moved me because it's very similar of the one that I had in my mind when I have meditated on him. This meditation has taken me that the Lord has shown me that from a long time ago I was very confused. When I started my process of conversion I thought Oh, I believe that my tendency of sin was one, and I was asking the Lord for that tendency of sin that I had in me. And the Lord, with the chaplet and with and meditating the crown of thorns, showed to me that I had a sin that was a a lot worse. That has been that all the tendency during my life that has been. Arrogance, arrogance, the sin of arrogance. I read is 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 the sin that offends the one that offends the Lord the most, because that's what took Luzbel to rebel against the Lord, and it was the we could say that it was the first sin, and that's what has taken me to more sins in my life and the Lord has been showing me this little by little. The mercy of God is immense because He has taken advantage of every circumstance of those ones in my life to get me closer to Him even if I wasn't aware. And the Lord in His mercy illuminating my heart through the cynical, the path, the sacraments, through accompaniment, has been giving me the gift of that knowledge and is allowing me at least to be purifying a little bit all that I have done in my life, to be living this with the Lord, every suffering that those sins caused me to have, to suffer, to think that I have made other people's sin because this same arrogance and pride has caused me pain and suffering. 
But the Lord has given me the grace to live this with him. And in that way, to be able to get closer to him. I only thank the Lord for my life, for that of my wife. And most of it, I thank the Lord for having me made his victim so. And in this way, to get closer to him. And that the veil that I have in my eyes will be falling more and more so that I can recognize him more to be able to feel and listen to his voice to only do his will. Thank you very much. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you. Thank you.